cliffcentral.com. Yes, sir. Show is no borders. Every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. on cliffcentral.com. Uh, those are the sounds of a young and upcoming musician. Like, she's amazing. Her name is Yvonne. The song is Siangena. Played for the first time in the world on cliffcentral.com. You see, just the access that we have for no reason enough to these amazing songs. Shout out to you, Yvonne. We're looking forward to more of your, more of your music, more projects coming out. Um, so we're gonna start the show off. We're gonna, we've got like a jam-packed lineup. So we're gonna start the show off real quick. With this, so there's an initiative called Own Your Crown, and it's an African women empowerment initiative. There's so many of these now. Who's empowering men? I wonder, I don't know who's empowering. You're empowering each other, they <laughs> hope so. But anyway, so yeah, Own Your Own Crown, and the founder is in the studio with us. The founder being Sofia Temere, and we've also got Rebecca Kaunere Ramunyuki, uh, who just goes by Rebecca Kano. I like That's I like right. that kind of part, yeah. <laughs> Who is the CEO and founder of Rebecca Talks and an IT guru right here. Oh yeah. Background in IT. Wow. Love technology. How, how, did you think of how did you think like I wish I thought of that when I was in college? Because that's where all the money is. Yeah. Then maybe Gareth could have hired me to do your job, Alison. Just in hashtag, just say. <laughs> okay. So first and foremost, let's talk about Sophia, I mean we've had you on the show a number of times, but we've never actually talked about own your own crown. Yeah. Own your Crown, Crown, right? Yeah, yeah. that's OIC. Yes, um, it's a women empowerment organization. I started it. Last African year. women empowerment, like yeah, that's, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started it last year in May because uh, that's when we hosted our first event. Um, I just, well, what motivated me is from you know this. You do your research about women. Um, how very little women are in senior positions in the corporate world. Um, women don't have access to some things compared to men in their businesses, let's say funding and so forth. So I was actually helping. It was my vision to help other women to excel in their career and business. Um, as even though there are things that go on, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't give up on what we believe in in, in our dreams. So that's what I came up with. Very true. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing concept. And I know, you know, we've had, um, what is it in South Africa? We call it transformation in South Africa. Is it transformation? But that's mm. more black and white thing. Mm. But we've also have affirmative action, you know, in, in a number of other regions. Yeah. And of course, you know, I realized that historically women have been, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Disadvantaged. 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 Thank you very much for correcting my English. I've been, yeah. I've been on radio for too long. <laughs> haven't been to school in a minute. So, I mean, women have been previously disadvantaged. However, I'm thinking to myself, okay, at this point in time, do you honestly think that, okay, f for example, kids who are growing up, millennials, right? Yeah. So let's look at not 1986, because they said millennials are 1986. I don't believe that. Let's talk about 1990, right? Yeah. 1990 going further. Do you think that men still have, or young boys uh -huh. still have more opportunities in terms of they have more, um, what's the word, more mentorship than women? Because I really, I've never heard of, um, of um, what you call of any one of men, these sort men. of things for men. For, for men, 
Like yes, I mean we, we, I, I never went to any You know workshops That were particularly For dudes Like up yeah. until now <laughs> uh, Like I, like none You know what I mean So like I'm thinking to myself Oh wait come We need to get your mic on Wait wait hold up I got this Okay what's up What's going on I got you See I got this How you doing I know how to work this Palace yeah. is almost out of a job like, I'm looking at you You're all by yourself You're handling it It's like It's like you don't need this no more Her job is gone Her, I, I, I could actually just start a new show You know what I mean Yeah, why, by yeah You can go to the bathroom <laughs> Well, I came late, so no, but I guess I figured that what out. A, what up, fam? Yo, it's, it's no borders. Cliffcentral.com. Your What's boy comes in. It's your boy KF. Uh, reintroductions. We have Sophia Shtemere and Rebecca Kano. Okay, great. So the question is, and, and you, uh, you know about On Your, Your Crown. Yeah. And it's one of the, you know, female initiatives that, you know, is trying to spur, you know, the movement of women, you know, to get into business yeah. uh, opportunities, mentorship, role yeah. models. Yeah. I mean, yeah. J. Cole said it very yeah. well. No role models, because I do agree that we don't have role models. I'll speak in terms of Tabombeki, for example. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many times I've called that dude to try and get him on the show? Like, oh, man, <laughs> what, are, what are you doing for people? Yeah, exactly. like, and these know, people are just like, Ugh. yeah, uh, they, they now, make it very and difficult. Now, and yeah. now he's, he's what? He's the chancellor, uh, yeah. chancellor yeah. of UNISA. I'm like, and then he and then he decides to speak about xenophobia, which is a good look. Yeah. But it was very political. All I'm saying is that you know people like Tabombeki would love him on the show because what we want to know is, amongst all our African leaders, have yeah. you heard of anyone who's actually speaking to the youth as a mentor, not as a leader? Yeah. Saying, yeah. yo, dudes, okay, this is how I did it. Yeah. yeah. Your times have changed. This is how you need to do it. Yeah. Mm. I think this this movement is actually more among women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Than it is among dudes We don't have mentors we've, a, we've actually never had anybody on the show yeah. From a male perspective Who comes yeah. on and actually discusses it. We were supposed to do a workshop Remember? Uh, we actually challenged somebody I Remember when we had yeah, one wow. guest here yeah. And we challenged them to, to, to come up with something That had to do with, with males And it, that was even yeah. at a level of grooming wow. And this is grooming yeah. You know, so you can imagine Wow, that's crazy Yeah, so I mean And, and for me, I think not to take away from Own Your Crown. Yeah. I'm I'm speaking to the men who are listening to the show right now. <laughs> yeah. and saying, yo, fam, come on now. You know what I mean? How let your boy? I'm only youth for four more years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Help yeah. me out. Okay, so Rebecca is going to be one of the guest speakers at um, at the Own Your Crown event, which, okay. is, which is on? Next week, Saturday. Next week, Saturday. What's the actual date? 11 March. 11 March. And mm. uh, Rebecca, what are you going to tell these young ladies about? Oh, it's I'm going to tell them a whole lot. But I think it's really about inspiring. Okay. Because um, yeah. everybody wants to go into business, but they go in with a lot of passion. Yeah. But they forget to have the right foundation yeah. in running yeah. a business. So your steam runs out. What do you do? Yeah. Your friends was promised to buy your product. Now they don't buy anymore. Mm. Or they promise to be your support system. They're not there anymore. What do yeah. you do? How do that you sounds, keep going? That sounds very familiar to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Africa. <laughs> and just getting also the right skills in place. You know, sometimes yeah. you forget about business acumen. You need to have that. You know, most of the guys beat us in the game. And it comes to, say, women versus men in business. The yeah. guys do the they do the research and they're factual at the way they approach business. And sometimes as women, we go with more emotional approach. And yes. then we forget to actually put the right foundations in place. True. So it's just saying when there is a workshop, when they're offering you training for financial literacy or whatever it is, even if it's not your forte, and you hate it Just go for it Because yeah. it'll, you, it's, you're better informed And you're more likely To succeed in what you do yeah, Come, You know what I'm getting From Rebecca yeah. I'm not getting You see this is For me this is coming across as You know And people like to run away From gender roles Yeah, yeah. I believe in gender roles yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean I'm not saying we should be Limited to the roles But the yeah. roles exist yeah. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to be 
in the kitchen cooking and she's in the garden tilling. Yeah. Unless she actually likes gardening yeah, and I right. like cooking. cooking yeah. Exactly. I will ordinarily, as an African man, try and do the harder things to lessen the burden on her. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's the way we're raised. That's, yeah. that's but not to it, yeah. say that we are limited or you, you're restricted to those, yeah, to those roles, right? Exactly. And what I've realized, and I was telling a couple of female friends that, you know what? Being a young African man in our generation yeah. is not Easy. It's terribly difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And first of all, a lot has changed, especially we've learned from our dads. A lot of, I'm not, love you, dad, because my dad was actually <laughs> present in life. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people grew up with absentee dads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's really changed. I mean, I was at Kamu's house during, yeah. during the festive season. Yeah. He had a whole bunch of kids in the house. You know, <laughs> yeah. he, you know and, and, he, and we're uncles, and you know, we're there. Like, we're there for our kids. Yeah. 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 So, I'm not taking away from that There are a lot of single mothers mm. Going through a lot of hardships But at the same time Men are going through a hard time Because you're sitting there And you're thinking At the end of the day When things really hit the fan yeah. You're like Snap You gotta have bread on the table yeah. You have to And a lot of it now yeah. Exactly So yeah. a lot of In terms of business um, Initiatives and, and our intuition as men mm-hmm. It doesn't come from An educated or informed uh, perspective The types that you guys Are sharing at Own Your Crown And, mm-hmm. and other such events mm-hmm. It comes from Just a hustler mentality Of if I have to kill I will kill I gotta feed these kids <laughs> 100% yeah. I mean, And I, I'm telling you Kamu 20, 30 years from now They're gonna be Bigger and more successful Business women Than they are businessmen 100% Because women are actually Learning more at this point in time We're yes. just trying to survive Exactly mm. We've actually just become Survivalists exactly. yeah. Yeah. But I'm a mother of three boys yeah. You know so And for my passion Is also to say Even if I succeed I cannot leave my children behind yeah. Yeah. So yeah. whatever I'm learning And sharing with other women I'm making sure that my sons Are also getting the same Same, um, same thing yeah. So I've got my 12 year old Sometimes you'll say Mom I've got a business plan I want to wash the cars In the neighborhood And it's going to be called Emacs And I was just I'll be Astounded at what is going on in this Does young man's manager? brain, yeah. you know. But but you'll be surprised at how young men are passionate. They can do it, yeah. and like you're saying, it's really not as much as we women will be ahead. But the generation we're raising right now, I don't think it's going to be an issue because they feel themselves they're actually on an equal. Level ground yeah. When it comes to Men and women mm-hmm. So I don't think It'll be that kind of Discussion It's really about How do you collaborate more um, Depending on your Market share That you have Especially mm-hmm. when If it's women Demographics or men How mm-hmm. do we now Share information And the intellectual That's out there So yeah um, Rep, So you were I, I heard you and, and Sophia talking You said you were In the States For about 12 years Yeah How would you compare uh, The situation in the States To the one in Africa In terms of uh, Women and business Ooh I think coming back To Africa Was one of the most um, the best decisions I ever made okay. um, Initially I was kind of like Worried and wanting to go back But then once we got settled I said one of the things that I noticed Number one was Africans are They dare to dream mm-hmm. They yeah. will start anything They'll sell tomatoes At the corner of the, the street Whether it's maguinas or whatever mm-hmm. But I met these young Vibrant women Especially like you know In Zimbabwe, South Africa They'll, they'll say I'm starting a business I'm starting an NGO mm-hmm. I mean look at Sophia She's yeah. a young woman yeah. And I was thinking What? You know these women They're I've, not I've started, scared of anything I've, I've started three on paper yeah. <laughs> They've never left the paper though <laughs> No and also mentoring This young girl Who's doing women co- Girl coding You know oh, right, so okay. these are just 
just like people were just saying, you know what, I've got an opportunity to go overseas, but I'm choosing to invest in Africa. So I think we underestimate the talent and also the bravery that's out there. And like you said, also, we do have limitations as far as the African continent. We've got the African problems Mm -hmm. and we do need African solutions and African talent. So let's tap into that, nurture it. And also with the digital age, that's why I love technology. There are no borders when it comes to technology. Yeah. And I also say dream with no borders, yeah. dream yeah. with no limitations. And you know what? The opportunities are endless. Let's just let women run everything. Yeah. I mean, we're I tired. swear to God. I swear to God. Like, we're really just tired. Like, I, I don't mind like, being like, a on, Honestly, like, for me, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really that guy. I don't mind being at home. I can look after the kids. I can cook. I hustle very well on my phone. Kamu actually does cook. You know? yeah. So I do not need to leave the house. Let them run everything. Yeah. They want to be president. Yes. yes. But I mean, I, yeah. and, and, and you notice from, from a young age, women become more responsible because I think because men our we what we intend to do is please we're pleasers Mm. we're not thinking about you know 10-20 years in the future like hey if I see a smile on my child today I'm happy the minute things run out yes I'll jump out so women are okay with a half smile they're like but you went you went to bed full right it might have been vegetables but you're good it was good yeah I make $10 it's all going to bacon (laughs) And, and you notice it because you never see young boys selling tomatoes after school at the corners of any streets Whether it's in Lagos Harare You know Josie yeah. It's mainly the young girls They come straight from school Do you know How much empowerment that is? You know yeah. And as much as people People think that We're taking away From their time No mm. no no What you You're building Entrepreneurs yeah. These girls yeah. And the dudes Are just gonna grow up and probably, you know, work for the women who are entrepreneurs yeah, or business women. 100%. Mm. And mean, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate. I mean, I'm glad you actually mentioned the idea of, 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 of guys actually like leaving school and not actually being able to do type of, those type of things. No. But that's what we're supposed she to do. She yeah, she's yeah. the whole day. That's it. You know? <laughs> and your sister's one selling vegetables and whatnot. Then you're surprised that she gets the degree. She, you know. And she already knows how to handle money, fam. Exactly. Got that little purse is giving out change. She's handling money. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't know how to handle no, money. No, you don't. You know how to you spend know how many it. Times you get home, come I know how to and, post and, some and, money. And, when you, when you get home yeah. and you left with like maybe two thousand, yeah. and you don't really know how much because yeah. you don't check. No. Then you come to the morning, like, oh maybe. <laughs> but now she knows when ten rand is missing. But let's not underestimate the power of men in the women's lives. I think yeah. even yeah. though we've got all these women's initiatives, it's really yeah. not women against men. Yeah. If you think of it, a lot of like it, progression that has happened, it's been through men's sponsorships. Like in, when I was in corporate, yeah. it's really like men who said, "Rebecca, want to we want you to excel in your career," and I'm. Betting on you mm-hmm. And then I had to step up my game And rise to the challenge Because a man and a brother Decided to believe in me yes. So I think at the end of the day It's really collaborative as well And the brothers Some of the brothers Like y'all You know the, the African story Is that sometimes If you're the older one you got a job You're going to send your sister to school yeah, If your parents yeah. can't afford to do yeah, it yeah. So there's a huge part That the men and women are playing Where it becomes Giving them opportunities in business mm. Coaching them etc So let's not leave our men behind Let's Thank not leave our much. brothers behind <laughs> We have a side positive feminine. We need to do a whole episode with Rebecca. You know, no, I, I, I don't, no, no. don't want to be the controversial one. Go ahead, but go I, ahead. But brother, I, go I ahead. have to ask. You know, because what Preach. I've always, what I've always said to women who I feel I'm their business coach, because clearly they can have better opportunities than I can, mm-hmm. is that how do you feel when you're in a situation that allows um, you to make money? Right, but doesn't allow men to make money anymore. I feel like we can't make money anymore in business, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. Because the guys, like you just mentioned now, mm-hmm. like there's guys that that kind of had faith in her. Mm-hmm. They may have had faith in her more than just faith in her business because she's good looking. You understand what I'm saying? Thank and, you very and, much. And, 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 that's, and that's what's happening with a lot of young female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. They're actually going into business and surging past us because. 
They can wear skirts and bras and stuff. And we can. <laughs> wait, wait, but come with you. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, family, okay, I think that's a bit sexist. No, no, no. But, but, but that's a bit sexist. But I, but I do agree with you that a lot of women are making it way bigger within, um, within you know, the business, you know, the realm of business. This, this is it. And, and the industry. But I don't think it's necessary. Okay, that there is a there is a certain level of you know. Yeah. Yes, yes. There is some, you know, there is a sexual connotation to it. Let's not. We but can't what, run, whatever got you in business think, cannot keep you in business. Exactly. So if you got there because of your looking, your good looks, etc., and then you make it, it you doesn't cannot mean that stay in business, business that way because yeah. you don't but, have the brain. But I was going to add on to that, <laughs> yeah. Rebecca, and say, okay, she might. That might be her entry point. Yeah. The same way there are a lot of men who get into the industry because of homosexuality. Oh, that's as, as, especially especially the film industry, right? There you mm. go. And those are realities. Those are realities that a yeah. lot of people don't know about, yeah. but mm. us within media know yeah, about. Yeah, understand that. Which is why well. we're not on Five FM or Metro <laughs> FM. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gareth, for not trying so, to take you know, Bender's over. I was, I was I was just saying because no, like, but come on, look. Yeah. It, it goes back to the point that we started before. Yeah. That. Women once they're in, they're in because they have that they have these yeah. initiatives yeah, where they actually learn yeah. about business. Mm. Now, if you if you if you holler at Kessa and you try and get me into business, I might get in. I might sound smart. Yeah. But it's not just about being smart when yeah. it comes to business, man. No, like there's that. a whole lot more than just going to school and getting a degree. No, yeah. In fact, you're better off not going to school and not getting a degree. Exactly. Yeah. And just learning from someone else. 100%. But women have all of this, like they've gone through. The more the hardship, the more you learn. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone through hardship, so we haven't learned what they haven't ha- have had to learn. So I mean, they're better equipped to run business. I think that's why they You're succeed. Terrible. I swear. You know what? If if if, if we had more men in here, the amount of slaps would have given. You. I'm sorry. I swear, <laughs> like you've just rubbished us completely. Come I mean, like I see it on a day to day basis. Like I mean, fam. Like I don't even want to. Like, you know, but I, you know, I, I, I talk to my sister like what. <laughs> You're having trouble with that. Like, why yeah. can't you get that? Because <laughs> they're good. Yeah. They're like, because hey, you, you've been messing mm. around all your life. But I understand um, the point um, Kamu mentioned. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the reality. Can't run away from it. Yeah. But then um, I think as women, we also have to um, uh, be a woman of dignity yeah. and yeah. Um, be aware of the brand that you're selling to people as yeah. corporates and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to sell yourself off and not your actual brand, like your business, then mm. you got the concept wrong. 100%. And that is what we are actually helping women to, how to sell your brands to corporates, yeah. male or female, mm. in a respectable way. Yeah. Because as um, Rebecca uh, mentioned that once you start, they will continue respecting the work that you have done yeah. from the get go. Hundred yeah. percent. Look, I mean, my statement was purely just to highlight the fact that don't guard yourself now. <laughs> don't guard yourself. No, 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 no. Like I swear, because this is something that I'm dealing with. Like no, but I mean, I like I your you, honesty because you know what? It's true. It's, there it, is. It, there it just, is. There is. Selling yourself. It just happened to yeah. me three days ago. I mean, oh, I, went, yeah. I went through three points of a bid, right? Three points of a bid. First one, second one, third one. I am the best service provider for this particular mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know why this woman won this Yeah. Thing. And it's not like anybody hid it away from me. They told me straight. They're like, man, you, you start ain't... putting on more makeup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yo, we've got, we've got Georgia Arnold waiting on the line right now. She's on Skype. Um, hold up. So can we have um, how people can contact Rebecca in terms of... Um, Rebecca sure. Talks sure. and any other type of work that you do, social media, your contact details. Absolutely. So I'm um, on social media. You can follow me on Facebook. It's Rebecca Talks. And then on Instagram and on Twitter, it's Rebecca Cano. All right. Lovely. Uh, Sophia? 
Yes, um, for the event for On Your Crown, you can contact me. You can email us on info at ownyourcrown.org. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow Infinity Magazine. We have an event page. You can just give us a shout if you need a ticket. Um, the tickets are running out, so yeah. Shout out to Infinity Magazine. They got our banner on their website That's too. Amazing. Yes, yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for my paycheck. For all. <laughs> you see? Hey, hold on, hold on. Okay, so let's get let's get um, let's get Georgia on on the on the line. I'm hey. here. I'm hey. loving the conversation. By the way. Oh, great, Georgia. How are you doing? I am good. And by the way, I don't think women want to take over the world. We don't want to run everything. We just want to be equal. Yeah. That's what we've got to strive for. It's it's all about equality. It's not about ruling or beating men. It's just about being equal. Georgia, is that how you're going to start the conversation? You had me listening to you guys. I <laughs> is that the intro? I mean, I'm like, uh how do we come back from that? <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> Georgia, let me just introduce you real quick. So we have Georgia Arnold, who's the executive director of MTV Staying Alive. Mm. Yes. And you guys are the ones running the MTV Sugar uh, program yes. that's, you know, that started off in Kenya, I think. That was 2009, 2011. Yes, correct. And All good so far. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> feels like a lecture. Right? It does. It does. <laughs> and and I, I actually attended the um, Sophia as well. We actually attended the um, the launch, the premiere of MTV Sugar down south here in South Africa on Tuesday. Yeah, which was amazing. Amazing. I, I, I saw amazing. the pictures. That's about it. It yeah. was fun, wasn't amazing. it? Yeah. So Georgia, quick questions. I need to know. People don't align. I don't think MTV and think philanthropy. And I don't think anyone in this room had heard of MTV Staying Alive ever before. How did this concept, how did it start off? Like, what is the premise of MTV Staying Alive? Okay, so MTV Staying Alive, We so first of all, we are a charity. Um, we're not funded by MTV, but we're supported by them. So they pay for my salary, they give us office space, and they give us lots of airtime, which is great. But everything okay. we do, we have to raise money for externally. But it came about because we started off um, producing documentaries on MTV called Staying Alive, and I have been at MTV for 23 years, so it's one of the first things that I did. Wow. Um, and then I wrote... Have I got a long time? This is quite, this is like no, a, you're good, a, you're good, Georgia. Don't quick. worry about it. Don't worry yeah, about it. Don't worry okay. about it. Go on. Okay. This, this is how we, we started it. I wrote to uh, Madiba's office. He was about to turn 85. And I said, our audience of MTV around the world, outside of Africa, don't know who Madiba is. They don't know his story. They know his name, but not really the history behind him. And I want to tell yeah. his story. And they said, yes, please. Can you do that? So I took four kids to meet him and each of them told told a bit of his life. So Henry from Uganda, who is HIV positive, whose family had been wiped out because of AIDS, sat down with him and said, how did you ever see the end of apartheid? Did you really ever believe you would see the end of apartheid? Because I'm fighting AIDS and I don't think I'll ever see the end of it and I want to give up. Then Min Zin from Burma, who lived in exile in Thailand, and they discussed living in exile. And the guy from Israel, whose sister had been killed by a suicide bomber, and Jumana from Palestine, whose father was killed by the Israeli army. And the two of them sat there with him and said, how did you ever shake the hand of your enemy? But when we looked at Henry and we saw some footage of him at home and he lived in by the lakes in a corrugated shack and he did his work by candlelight, we thought, 
what does Henry need to do more and to do better? And so what we realized that Henry needed was a little bit of money because everybody does. Mm -hmm. He needed someone to trust him and he needed some more training. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we set up Staying Alive as not just a content producer, but also a formal charity, a foundation. And we give out grants in the way that Henry inspired us to by small amounts of money um, and we train them and we trust them and give them the MTV logo to use. And today, by the way, Henry is alive and well. He's just had a baby. He lives in Canada and he's the vice chairman of the MTV Staying Alive Foundation. Amen. So that's wow. how we started. Yes. Wow. I got goosebumps yeah. right wow. now, man. Like, that's <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. And I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that well, I don't, I don't get it. But I mean, we're we're like we're, we're radio personalities, Kamu yeah. and I, and Sophia is very much into into media as well. The surprising thing is that we've never heard about MTV staying alive at all. I watched season one of MTV Sugar. Uh, wasn't completely impressed. Yeah. Uh, Lupita hadn't won an Oscar yet, so I mean, I was <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I mean, but I mean, when I watched Down South. You could tell the progression. I didn't watch the seasons in between, but from from season one to mm-hmm. season five, I mean, yeah. you could tell that you know, there's, there's, a huge so, yeah, there's a huge difference. Um, how did MTV Sugar come about? Okay, I totally agree with you, by the way, um, that we have learned every single series and we've got better and better and better. And by the way, Lupita, who knew she was going to win an Oscar? Like, I wish I'd signed some contract in blood with her. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned with all the new guys. But MTV Sugar really came about because we have the use of MTV, the brand. We work with them in really close partnership. And one of the great things about MTV is we have this audience of young people. So what do young people think about They think about um, music and fashion and sport and sex a lot, even if they've never had sex. (laughs) So I I am like um, this this spy that can come in in between all of the MTV programming and the music videos. And I can go, I've got this captive audience. How can I give them some really good messaging? And so we had been making documentaries for a long time. But what we realized was that people talked about the documentary, maybe at the end of the the night or the next day at school, Mm -hmm. but it probably didn't change behavior. So MTV Sugar is this huge campaign and it's a, a radio series as well. We produce graphic novels. We train up young people people on the ground, digital and social media. So it's this massive campaign. But number one is that you want to watch it, right? Because the yeah. drama is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the acting has got better and better as we've, we've gone along. You know what? Actually, and so one- speaking of which, like, even though the acting wasn't that good in, in, in the first series, I still finished it. Because <laughs> uh, right. okay, I think yeah. it's, it's things that I can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's what we try and do. We try to reflect all of our lives up on screen and hey everyone makes mistakes right yeah and so uh, this really is about you know the lives and loves of young people their circles of friends the circles of influences that they have and then some people are really positive role models like our character Ippolang you'll see as this series progresses she is just driven by protecting her younger brother and she is a child-headed household but also her education right and despite all the temptation in her path she never strays and that's amazing Mm. but there's also some girls that we follow in this story like Sulo who ends up with a blesser and she ends up with a blesser because like many of us we want good things that we can't necessarily afford to have or we don't have access to and she wants a phone and some good clothes and Mm -hmm. and so we follow her story and the mistakes that they make and and you know none of us are perfect yeah Georgia I, I wanted to ask from a personal perspective, where are you from, Georgia? I'm, I'm assuming the UK. 
I am. I'm actually, I was in Johannesburg. I got home yesterday morning to my 18-year-old boy. So I'm back in London in the UK. Awesome. How have you had to deal? Because the LGBT community, that's something that you guys were trying to tackle on MTV Sugar. Yes. How have you? Definitely. How have you um, experienced? Or what, what were the obstacles that you experienced trying to tackle that on the series? Uh, looking at an African audience I mean uh, and, and African traditional well, so, social norms Yes, I have wanted to come to South Africa Since we started in Kenya in 2009 Because we can tackle some very strong storylines that quite frankly we can't tackle in Kenya and Nigeria. So the most obvious one is the LGBT storyline because it is illegal in those countries to be gay. Mm -hmm. In South Africa, it's um, legal, which is great. Um, culturally, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's accepted. And, you know, quite frankly, even in the UK, there are, there are lots of places outside the big cities where it is not acceptable to be gay, although it is certainly easier. Um, so we really wanted to put this message across. Um, given Sturman, who's the actor who plays Reggie in this storyline, has been phenomenal to work with. We've worked really carefully on the script. This isn't about a passionate relationship. This is about a 15-year-old boy coming to terms himself with who he is. It really is about self-identity. Yeah. Um, and that's what we wanted to put across. And also, we wanted to be able to show, and I, I'm, I, I'm not giving away too much of a storyline, but <laughs> how his friends and his family deal with it and you know we we've all got like i've got my really close gang of girlfriends and you guys i'm sure have got your close gang of guy friends and reggie's guy friends you know have to really deal with the fact that this guy who they've grown up with and they've loved because he's one of the guys suddenly he's different to them and so that that is a real challenge um to be able to put that across given the actor has had training um with a u.s ngo who uh, works with the lgbt community on making sure that he uses the right words when he talks about playing a character who's gay um, and also making sure that if a 15 year old boy comes up to him in the street or on social media, he knows how to talk to them, how to give them the right advice, um, mainly which is to encourage them to go to ANOVA, which in South Africa is an NGO, NGO working with the LGBT community. But also we have given him training on in case he is trolled, in case he gets some any abuse on social media, he knows how to deal with it. So he, he's been absolutely amazing. The other thing I will say is that MTV Sugar, so we give it away for free. We don't make any profit from it. We give it away anywhere around the world to an individual, a community group, or other broadcasters. So MTV Sugar, although it's made here in South Africa or in South Africa, it is going to be broadcast to 720 million homes around the world, wow. including in Nigeria and Kenya and Tanzania and Uganda, all countries where it's illegal to be gay. So Morocco? what we have done, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, indeed. But what we've done is we realize that most broadcasters in those countries would be unable to air this version. Yeah. So we've made a pan-African version where Reggie's storyline is slightly different. It's much more about the antagonism between him and his father. His father really wants him to be this brilliant scientist and academic, mm. and Reggie is this wonderful creative artist, and it's sort of the battle between them. And what we've done with all the broadcasters is say, look, we've made two versions of the show. 
Um, we know that in some countries you may not be able to air one, you know, this the version with Reggie being gay. So we want you to choose which one you want to air because it's not for us to censor. Um, but we also know that we have many important messages in sugar. So we wanted to make sure it still got aired. Thank you so much, Georgia. Um, you actually preempted my last question. That was in regards to free airing. Um, and I mean, come when I, when we came up with the concept of no borders, it was all about creating dialogue amongst Africans. And I was telling Rebecca earlier yeah. that, uh, we all share in our, in our problems as a continent. But unfortunately, we share the problems, but we don't share the solutions. Yeah. We try and deal with them as individuals, but it's beautiful to know that, you know, you guys are trying to reach out to each and every country within the continent. And, you know, we can finally have something to speak about as in, in, in a more communal setting as opposed to individual settings. Yeah, and because MTV Sugar, the storylines are relatable wherever you are in the world. And uh, you know what I found interesting? So this week when I was in Johannesburg, I know that there were some real problems. I think in Pretoria, there were some riots around... Xenophobia. Um, <laughs> xenophobia, right? Thank yeah. you. Um, but And I was actually talking to my son at breakfast because we were reading something about in the UK, we've just come out or we're coming out of Europe and everyone's very anti-refugees. And in the US, everyone's anti-Mexican. Mexicans yeah. and in South Africa, you know, we're all anti everything, and no borders is so important mm. because, Thank and you, you know, a, applause. Oh, it's so imp- <laughs> <laughs> it's so important. I don't understand. Listen, I like to live in a little utopia. Why do we have borders? <laughs> Why do we have to, you know, pay for important things like MTV Sugar? We yeah. give it away for free, and we absolutely, fundamentally believe in that. Thank you so much, Georgia. Thank you to MTV staying alive. Yeah, thank you so much, Georgia. Oh, it's a pleasure speaking to you guys. Amen. Uh, great, great intro, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the intro. The intro. That was great. Thank you. I think, that's, I think that's when everybody actually started yeah. listening. Like, oh, these dudes yeah. are in trouble. This was a very serious hey, conversation. I, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't come in when um, you started talking about bras and skirts. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that one. Mm, I guess you got that one. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Thanks to Rebecca. Thank you to Sophia. Thank you to Georgia. Polly it's you. Lovely to talk to you. <laughs> okay, cheers. Boom bap. Are we back? Yes, yeah. we are. Palisa, please, sort, sort this microphone situation now. This is the last time. <laughs> yeah, we are live now. Live, meaning people are there now, not later. That's <laughs> all. Anyway, we're back. No borders. One to two p.m. every Friday. Your every Friday lunchtime fix. Actually, yeah. I love how you say like you weren't there last week. So I'm like, oh, come on, has a way to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just yeah. didn't sound right. <laughs> You're like, right. no, it's, it's a fix, man. You no, know, I said uh, something. Lunchtime, uh, <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Tea break. <laughs> something. But it's good to be back, actually. Like, uh, really? Did he just say tea break? <laughs> tea break. Oh, tea oh, break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. We're uncensored and yeah. all, but hey, it's tea break, yo. <laughs> In a room full of guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having bad visions now All of a sudden Alright so we've got Good friend of mine Chickadee Watcher Yeah um, And he brought a guest with him What I do know is For for a little background information uh, Chenge just came back From the Miz From Zim Okay And the intention was Today Yeah To file an application To the high court Con- Not to the constitutional, constitutional court, court The Concord yeah. So apparently uh, According to our constitution In terms of Um what do you call them? Electoral, um, what do you call them? Legislation? No, no, no. Electoral reform. Yes. Reform, yes. Okay. Some of the reforms were supposed, one of the reforms was that, uh, the government was supposed to establish certain machinery within 
countries where they're not every country. Yeah. Was it every no, country so, that has an embassy? So, so, so the deal is that people have the right to vote. But right now, if you live in the diaspora, you, you can't really access Yeah, but my that. point yeah. is, like, okay, that machinery, the machinery for the diaspora to vote was supposed to set up in countries with, I think this is according to the Constitution, I'm not too sure, you correct me, yeah. that in countries with um, a certain number of Zimbabweans in terms of percentages, or was it every country that has an embassy? So, no, the Constitution doesn't speak to that specifically. And which is what I was going to ask you another question, but we'll speak about that a bit later. Exactly. So, can you introduce your, or can your, 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 your guest introduce himself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Kudaman Jonjo. Um, I'm also from the Zim, uh, but I come here. He was about to say from the Miss. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Because that's how we call it. Right? That's, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's it's like, like yeah, the Miss. <laughs> that's, that's what it looks yeah, just it like. Because like like there are some sort of Miss. If you go with CJ now, comrade. Comrade. Because I'm actually from Tajamukas and Jikile. No, no, my man, you need to actually sell your dress code. Because the last thing is it took me, man. We had we had promise from Kwananzi and who else do we have? We had promise Kwananzi and another dude here. Another dude, yes, yes, yes. And I'm also the people involved with AC, so we're all working together on getting this diaspora from happening. You guys working together to get the country. AC been quiet for a minute, but anyway. So Chenge, I know Chenge is a law graduate and an activist. So Chenge, my first question is okay. So the application, what's the basis of the application? Let's get the background for people who. Are not too aware of the intricacies of the legal situation in Zimbabwe. So, as you know, we are spread out across the world. Yeah. I mean, Zimbabwe is this, this is what it is, right? Um, no borders. Ex- yeah, there you go. No borders. <laughs> but, but just because we're spread out, does, does that mean that we can't, you know, uh, influence the the policies in our own country? No, not necessarily. The constitution gives us the right to do those things, and so we should. We really should, you know. Okay, sweet. Um, and. Has any legislation So this is going back To the question That I was going to ask you In terms of Has any local legislation Been enacted On the basis Of what the constitution says So right Because then Then questions arise To say Are we going to open up Are we going to You know Spend millions of dollars Or hundreds of thousands Of dollars on machinery In Czechoslovakia Because they're two Zimbabweans You know what I mean So I mean No no So, So right now The electoral act Does not allow for that at all It was amended uh, Just before I think 2012 mm-hmm. um, But it didn't Establish that kind of machinery And we're not saying That the government Should spend all their money uh, Allowing people In Czechoslovakia in, Or the, Colombia Yeah the two Zimbabweans yeah. In Czechoslovakia Or, or Morocco Yeah but yeah. you know if we, Hey, if, hey hold on. Your home country <laughs> okay. My home country Morocco But you know up. If we have a place Close by so maybe even in a neighboring country where, where there is a, an, an embassy, people should have, you know, the ability to go there and participate. So, for culture. example, if, you know, if we're talking of the Gambia, then you're moving. People can at least move to Uganda or somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. Something, there. something to that exactly. effect. Something to that effect. Okay. And the question is, like, why you guys? <laughs> like, I mean, none of the, none of, none of, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like why? why two law graduates, two virtually unknown individuals? Why not have the political parties come into play? Like, what's going on? So, or are they just not smart enough to realize that most of the voting people who are going to change government in Zimbabwe <laughs> yeah, actually, are outside, outside the country? country yeah. Well, look, um, as you know, I'm here in South Africa. I'm still continuing my studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm a victim. I would like to be able to participate in the process. So that's, that's why me. That's why my name is on the application. And whoever wants to support, of course, come through, help us. Yeah, but Chenga, let's, you're let's not answering this. my question. No, it's not. Because you're as an activist, you're definitely in touch. I mean, we've got a representative from Tajamuka. We've got a representative from also, uh, what, Viva Party, yeah. AC Lumumba. Yeah. Why haven't you guys thought of this? 
We have thought about this That's and? why we're together uh, To explain this whole diaspora vote We're not the first ones to think about this To yeah. be honest uh, I remember MDC They tried this in the 90s yeah. Then it got chucked out yeah. What's important The main difference now We've got a new constitution okay. Which clearly states that Everyone has the right a to vote A new constitution which was enacted In, in 2013. 2013 2013 And yes. now what Four years later we're talking about Four, it? four years later But the, the, the story <laughs> <laughs> the, the story is a lot of people They're getting tired About the struggle But it's now time For our generation yeah. To say you know what It's our mantle We have to make this happen Because think about it In South Africa There are about A million A million point five Zimbabweans 1.5 million Zimbabweans There's way and more no, than that Exactly Quite yeah. a lot you know? And no, no one is speaking for them So yeah. it's up to us To not only launch The constitutional court application There's going to be a petition That we're putting on An e An e an e petition And instead of today It's going to go out, out It's good That application is going to be filed on Monday On Monday, on Monday. Yeah. Okay, Exactly cool. And we're going to really push for this Do you guys guys think you have enough time considering that elections are in uh, 18 months yep that's obviously a factor so we are, we're working on a, on a, on so a schedule so would you be pushing to have elections postponed like DRC <laughs> <laughs> no no not, not at all uh, we'd rather be pushing uh, the Zimbabwean Electoral Commission to make so, things happen now right that, that's what we want okay. We want them to You know Push the ball forward And let's, let's do this Exactly you know? If you look in Zim right now They haven't even started uh, The registration process There's nothing stopping them From just coming to Joburg They make people start registering It's all about political will And having the legal basis To make it happen Kamu you know what My biggest problem is With political parties in Zim No um, Their focus is on Robert Robert isn't the issue that dude is in Singapore somewhere getting a lung <laughs> fixed, yeah, like getting a transplant of some sort. I mean, that's not the issue. The issue is yeah. the actual instruments that are on the ground. Yeah. Because what we have determined is that Bob will be there until he dies. And that's but then when he does pass away, rest mm-hmm. in peace, he is, he is an African revolutionary. Rest in peace. Yeah. And props to him for that as opposed to everything that happened afterwards. Mm-hmm. But once that situation does come about, are there instruments in place to then effect actual change? And that's what a lot of political parties should be focusing on. Yeah. So instead of going out and talking, ah, Mugabe this, Mugabe that, why don't you go to the actual, you know, the centers where you can be changing things yeah. in the meantime? Yeah, let me and and that's, just... what, that's what's not being done. And, yeah. and kudos to you, Mchengeti, for at least pushing one of the agendas because... How many Zimbabweans outside the country? 5.5, 3.5, between 5.5, 3, 3, three and 5 million. Yeah. Right outside of our borders. And all... Willing to vote, yeah. You know, all capable to vote, okay, I mean, yeah. Or eligible to vote, eligible yeah. to vote, yeah. yeah. So, 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 our whole thing is we, we we don't want this to be a partisan thing, right? We we have rights. Let's that's what they always say <laughs> in the beginning. That's what they say. So, so, the example I'll give you is I don't know if any anybody's been following um, what's been happening with the Brexit. Uh, yeah, Brexit. Yeah. The, the, the applicants to the the the, the courts in the UK uh, actually voted. Not not Gina Miller, the the less uh, prominent uh, applicant. Yeah. Actually voted for Brexit, right? But despite that, he launched an application for the correct processes to be, to be followed. Yeah, yeah. So that's all we want. We want this document to be a living document. The constitution that we have should be a living document. Yeah. We need to use it, right, and enforce it. Otherwise, it's just paper. And all of that effort to lead, leading up to 2013 is, goes to nothing. No, you went to school for a reason, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. No, no, no. You, just, you concluded the conversation. Um, no, but I had one more question. The judicial system in Zimbabwe has, we have seen a lot of change. Yeah. There have been a lot of, you know, um, judgments that have come over like, oh, what? Really? These niggas yeah, won? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, do you guys think that you're willing to, to file this application because you do, you are looking forward to a positive result? Yes, we are, of course, but uh, we're, we're pragmatic. We 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 will study the history of uh, this matter and the way it's proceeded through the the courts. 
And look, if it doesn't go our way, I, we still think it's a success. We I have mean, tried, yeah. and that, that's what's important to us. And then continue. To, I mean, look at uh, Mutuma Mawere and the... Um, I know Tafaz Gorov Mugabe did the dual citizen. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. And, and that was based on the new constitution. And they won. Exactly. And so now, and a lot of Zimbabweans all over the world, I hope you're listening, you, you do have the right to have dual citizenship in our country now. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, guys... We, we got other guests And it's been a jam-packed show Thank you so much Mchigeti Watcher And Kuda Manjonjo Kuda Manjonjo Thank we you so much it. Thank you Thank Appreciate you. you guys We got XQ in the building XQ you want to come through fam? Sure Thank you. It's crazy fam It actually is very very crazy Like an hour doesn't it, go it, it, Should it, we get a two hour show? I think we should get a, a, a three hour show That's yeah, what we need We actually yeah. need a total three get hours Get out of here though We actually <laughs> need a total three hours And, and what in a bottle of whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> Brandy is more your taste no borders right now. 1 to 2 p.m. We're about to close out the show. We've got uh, Boomers International in the building. We've got Rumi Badenge. How you doing, Rumi? I'm good. It's Bumri. Oh, why, why do you guys call it Bumri? I mean, it's come on. At this stage, you should know how to say it more no, than anyone. No, it's no. Bumri. I, I like the way it comes out like Bumri's. Because it goes boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah. He's got his old Bumri's. He's got his old British yeah. accent. Yeah. 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 Bumri's. Bumri's. No, it's Bumri's International, and it's such a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. You guys for inviting us. Cliffcentral.com. Yeah. It's so yeah, it's, of a very it's short it's so lovely to see two Zimbabweans uh, representing Zimbabwe. Uh, excuse it down. No, I don't want to sit down. Excuse it He's down. exquisite. Ah! Mr. Pudding. I want to be like my man. <laughs> <laughs> you already know, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mr. Bachelor in the building. Okay, yeah. we're going to quickly go into the two shows that are happening. We've got a massive show happening tonight in Pretoria at House 28. Uh-huh. And we've got another one happening tomorrow at NYC in four ways. Yeah, yeah, give us, yeah, give us a little bit more information about that, how people can get through, you know. Sure. So tonight at House 28 in Pretoria, there is going to be the exquisite Mr. Purere yep. representing all the yep. way from Zimbabwe. There's yeah. Dadza D, yep. Chaji. Yep. <laughs> There's Munas, Jerio, uh, Danda for Danda, who's over here. Who is fire, by uh, the way. You know, Who is dynamite, fire, by the way. Yeah. I'm telling you. So they're going to be at House 28 tonight. It's 100 Rand. Um, please, everyone come and support everyone. Come through. It's going to be an awesome show. Yeah. And then tomorrow, we're going to be at uh, New York Club The Truth yep. in four ways. That's going to be a jar seed, our beautiful jar seed from Bonga Muffin. Yeah. Uh, Talkie Vibes yep. is flying in for the show. Tonight, yeah. Uh, exquisite. Oh, wait, Talkie Vibes coming through? Talkie Vibes. Oh, that's I'm coming through. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> No, 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 I was gonna come I, through because no, 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 no. Talkie got you. No, 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 no. I mean, X, X, Stunner, uh, Rocky. I've been with these dudes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, we grew up together. You know, yeah. so it's one of those. So I mean, like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dog, I'm not coming to Victoria for you, dog. I come to Forwards. I come to Forwards. I come to Forwards. Yeah, so it's gonna be Jassy, Toki Vibes, Exquisite, Dadza D, Munas, and a whole bunch of awesome DJs. It's, it's gonna be off the chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be amazing. Brings Zimbabwe. What's new, music-wise? Yeah, man, I've got videos. The videos are looking a bit better now. Yeah. Turn out, turn out, turn out. No, but you, he started with some good videos. I remember as as a kid, because we were in the hood and waterfalls. Yeah, yeah, waterfalls, yeah. And, you know, they used to come through and, and hang with Rocky and them. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Mazirudo came out. Came yeah. out and that was, I think that was one of the best videos. Yeah, videos you you yeah. shot that in Mozambique, In right? Mozambique, yeah. yeah. So that was pretty dope. So what's, what's you? What's you in the music industry for you? Uh, already I've got three videos. Um... Done already, so I'm yeah. just waiting to to release. But hopefully, uh, in in in, uh, I should be next week. I'm dropping the first one with uh-huh. Nadi Old called Let's Talk About It. Okay. And then uh and then April, another one with uh, Freeman, 
and then the 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 the, the month after uh, another one rocky and uh, oh, snap. Alexa. okay so yeah so can we get the music first though Shut so up, that we can drop it debut because yeah. we yeah, debut. Yeah. I think we <laughs> debut all the yeah, music. Yeah, I got here. you. I got yeah. you. Yeah, I've got the music. I'll, I'll give you. Excuse yeah. like a pioneer. He's, he's the first Zim artist I've ever seen with and still alive though with his name on it. Like and, right. I'm alive. I'm alive. And he's still alive in the industry. You know, what I mean, like yeah. it's. I mean, it's crazy because I mean, this is a very fickle industry. Yeah, people who actually only survive are us. Yeah, the radio personalities because yeah. mm-hmm. we never actually become famous. No, we just take you whoever's famous? famous at that point in time. <laughs> point, yeah. We take whoever's famous at that point in yeah, time yeah, and yeah, help yeah. them make us famous. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So we never die. But I mean, like for you to be around, I mean, it's close to twenty years now. It's crazy. I'm starting to feel like man, it's, it's too old for me. <laughs> hey, what's up with the beef back home though? Like, you know, what's, what's going on? You got beef with anybody? No, no, no. A lot of things are happening back home. It's not my home. I'm from Morocco. Apparently, he's from Morocco now. Yeah. yeah, I'm from Morocco now. Oh, I'm actually, actually going to try and get the ambassador of Morocco here. On for real, for real. And say what? I'm I just, like, I just and get an honorary <laughs> citizenship or something. I just don't know how he's going to feel about it. Like, why are you calling me? Doc, I'll have the Quran right here. I'll be dressed, you know, like. <laughs> I hope he's not listening right now. I really hope he isn't. All right, so um, what brought this about? We got around uh, Bumry's International So my entertainment company Is called Bumry's Entertainment And I'm doing the launch Of Bumry's International uh, With the South African tour yeah. Bumry's International Is dedicated to supporting All African music And all music From around the world And all artists Including all okay. forms of arts Yeah Sweet We just got one last person On the mic What's yes. up fam Introduce Munas. yourself up, We got little doing? 10 seconds Munas 10 seconds Yeah, yeah. Munas G. Jerry Which is born The one who did Danda da, danda You done Who say Bumry's Entertainment To the world yeah, man. Yeah. Yes, I. Yeah. And, and you're performing this weekend. You're with the whole team. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah. What's the genre? Uh, the genre right now, dancehall. Dancehall. Dancehall reggae. Uh, right, yeah. Real dancehall. It's going to be lit. Yeah, we got to round out. Hey, no borders, kisscenter.com, your boy Kamu, your boy KF. Uh, log don't, in. Don't drink and drive, please. Yeah, and yeah. log in. Don't please. tune in. We log in. It's online radio. It's the future. Log in next Friday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. You already know. Space. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.